Welcome back to Tuesday Night Prayer with Miracle Life on the leadership of Mims Church of God. We thank you for tuning in. And we'll get ready to start prayer in just one second. Eternal Father, we thank you tonight, God. We thank you for this time, God. We thank you for the movie and the stirring that you're doing now, God, we thank you for everything that you're doing tonight, God. For all the things you have worked out for your good. Even, <coughs> even though the enemy, your adversary, came in to try to get you distracted. To get you to lose focus on the destiny that God has for you. But we thank God that God reminded us who we are. And God did what he had to do to bring us back in alignment, God, to bring us back into the right place with you tonight, God. God, we thank you tonight, God. God, in this moment, God, we just thank you for what you've already done, God. God, we can stand here right now because, God, you already done so much for us, God. And we just want to thank you because, God, it was nobody but you. And we just want to thank you for being you all by yourself tonight, God. And God, we thank you for what you're doing for us tonight. The things you're doing tonight, God. The peace you're bringing, God. The calmness, God. The stillness in the air that you bring now, God. When everything is arising. When everything is trying to get us to, to look at other things. But God, we thank you for the things that remind us to stay focused. To stay stay passionate for the things that God has called us to. Let us remember that God has destined us for greatness. And we're going to be great because God says we're great. Not because I say. Not because you say. Because God said we great God And God we thank you right now God God we thank you for the leadership we have God for the anointing that you have placed on their life God for the vision that works through them God For the teaching God For the preaching God God for the, for the prophesying God For the prophetic mantle that works through them God We thank you God right now For all of that that's been done so far God And God we trust and believe That everything that's moving forward in this God And this season God In this moving God That God will bring everything thing that he said and he will manifest it in our lives God we thank you tonight God we thank you for the peace that you're giving in this time of things are trying to rise up and everything is trying to get you not to see that God is still working God even our tax have came on God but we stayed focused God and God we thank you for reminding us to stay focused God we thank you reminding us that you are still God that sits on the throne we thank you God for you still moving tonight God we thank you we thank you tonight for you operating in the place that you said you would, God. God, we thank you for the healing, God, that you are going to perform in us tonight, God. God, we thank you for the miracle working anointing that works in us and through us, God. Tonight, God, we thank you. We just thank you once again, God, because your power is still moving, God. God, we know that your might is showing strong tonight. Night, God, in every battle and everything that we might be facing in our life, in our health, God, we know that God, you're still doing it and you're still going to bring it forth. God, you did not bring us this far in this part of ministry, in this part of walking with you, God, in this part of being obedient, in this part of our destiny to have a something in our health begin to try to stop us and block us. But God, we know, God, every stumbling block shall fall tonight, God. God, 
God, for every hurdle that rises up shall come down and we shall step over, God. For everything that was trying to break us to get us not to do what God says to do, God, we shall be overcomers. Why we shall be overcomers? For God, you have made us overcomers now, God. We thank you, God. God, we thank you for your blood that you shed. God, we thank you for the blood that you shed. God, because of your blood, God, we know we can stand strong, God. Because of your blood, we can have peace in the midst of a storm, God. Because of your blood, God, we know our bodies are healed, God, and miracles are working in our life. Because of your blood right now, that we are having families, units come stronger and be, be, be built back together and be restored right now in the name of Jesus. Because of your blood right now. Because of your blood right now, God. God, we know everything that you have spoke to as a vision to every leader that it shall manifest because of your blood tonight. God, because your blood, I, my mind is still regulated with everything should make me want to lose it and not focus on God. But your blood, your power, God, you have regulated and kept our minds at peace. God, and we thank you tonight, God, for your blood. Because, God, we know your blood going to work like never before, God. The blood is moving now, God. The God, the blood moves in the financial institution, God. God, the blood move in our government. God, the blood begin to move in our communities, God, and bring peace back into our community. The blood right now, God, that moves. The blood that still heals. God, the blood that still delivers down, God. The blood that still makes us whole, God. The blood right now, God. God, we know the blood is working right now. God, the blood is restoring vision right now. The blood is making joints begin to get the pain away, and God moves like they need to. The blood is bringing the, all arteries and all vessels back into alignment, God. We cancel the assignment of stroke tonight, God. We cancel the assignment of a heart attack because your blood is still working, God. God, we plead the blood against the spirit of infirmary, against people that are bedridden right now, that your blood will begin to move across every bedridden person right now, God, right now. We thank you, God, that your blood is still working, God. God, the blood is still working that shed over 2,000 years ago. God, the blood is still working to bring restoration unto relationship, God. The blood is still working, God. God, for your blood is still working, God. And we thank you right now, God. God, we thank you that your blood was plead upon our families, God. God, we thank you that the blood was plead upon our lives tonight. God, that the blood was plead upon every community. God, that the blood was plead upon every church that comes in here and every house of prayer that's connected, God. The blood right now, God, move right now. God, the blood right now, God, we plead right now, the blood now. Blood move now, God. The blood now, shut that dog so good about the blood right now, God. We declare the creed right now. The blood move right now, God. God, the blood move right now, God. The blood move right now. Everything that the enemy is trying to come up against you right now, God, we plead the blood of Jesus against it because nothing can stand against it, God. I show somebody out. We plead right now, God, in the name of Jesus, God, we plead the blood. God, we plead the blood. God, we plead the blood right now. God, we plead the blood over, over things that are going on in people's minds and in their brains right now that's making it difficult for them to remember. God, we plead the blood over people's memories right now. God, we plead the blood right now, God. In the name of Jesus, God, we declare 
We declare we decree that, that this thing is so tonight that the blood is still working. The blood still working. The blood still speaks. The blood still has power. God, right now, the blood can work on your behalf right now in the name of Jesus. Akashi, we thank you. We thank you that it is so. It is so. In Jesus' name, that his blood gonna work. I I I get to to speak to you and look directly in this camera and let y'all know on the podcast and across these airways that the blood is still working for you. When things have been coming up and it feels like that you can't make it through, the blood is still working for you. The blood is doing some things that you cannot see. The blood been working for you while you in that dark situation on the backside of the mountain. The blood was going in places that you did not know it was going. The blood began to open doors for you that you did not think could be open for you. The expansion in business, the expansion and ministry, the expansion that brings strength back onto family. The blood is still working. The blood is coming to pull you out of the midst of institution. The blood is coming to regulate your mind like never before. The blood is coming to make your finances begin to work for you and you not have to work for your finances. I come to declare tonight this word that the blood is going to do some great things in your life that you thought was not going to happen, that you thought it was unattainable, but God said I will make the impossible possible and the blood will do some work for you. I declare right now in the name of Jesus that the blood will work for you. The blood will work for you. I don't know who this one for right now, but I come to declare and decree right now as we're standing on this day in October the 25th, 2022 that the blood is going to do some things for you. The blood is going to open some things for you. The blood is going to close some days from some things for you. The blood's going to cut off some people that do not belong in your life and cannot help you get to the next place where God has said you're going to get. We declare right now the blood going to work for you. It's working. God, we thank you. We know it's done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. We thank y'all for tuning in tonight. We give you honor and everything. Let us go into Jonah tonight. I want to get this in and then we'll go back into praying. But I want to get this in tonight because most of you know the story of Jonah and we in Jonah 1. We know the background of the story because we understand that, that, that Jonah had an assignment from God that he was in the present and he gave clear direction where he should go. I, I don't know if I'll read, but I'm just telling you I'm in Jonah 1. I'm going through that. And we have to understand that in, in, in the first chapter, you get the assignment. Instead of saying yes to the assignment, we go the opposite way of where God says to go. Can I bring it into today's time? God has told you to go unto this ministry because that's where I have for you to go. And God says, I want you to work with the ministry because there is some growth that needs to happen and you are essential to the growth. And God, I'm sending you there to do this great work because there is something greater after that. So you decide to go to the church up the street because it's close to you. Mm, Holy Ghost, help me. 
You decide to go to that street up there, that, that church up there, because they praise and worship sounds good. Ah, tell me if I'm here for someone tonight. You decide to go somewhere because your family may have been at that church and they've been there and they helped build the church. So you go there instead of going to the assignment that may take you 30, 45, maybe an hour to get to. It may take you there, but you rather go this way, which is more convenient from you. So I don't have to face and deal with see the people's faces when I have to deliver the word. Sometimes we have got into a place where we understand that, that we are not just running like Jonah. We have a mindset like Jonah. Can I, can, can I really break this down to you? But the Lord is working with me on this. We have folks that belong in a place that God has spoken to you. And God has brought more than one person to confirm the word. And you know that's where you belong. But you choose to be to a place of convenience. Because you want to go the opposite way. Because if I go there, that means I actually have to work and be in the, not the anointing that God has called me. And have to be accountable. So I'd rather go here where I can sit in the crowd and get lost. Ah, oh my God, my God. I'd rather run from the very presence of God that's going to bring order to wherever I have to go because that's the assignment I have. Come on with me tonight. I need you to catch this. So what you do is you go the opposite way. That you understand that the direction where he was going was the total opposite and farther than what God said for him to go. And some of y'all jokers out there, y'all don't want to hear when God says go here. You will find Follow someone to another ministry where you don't belong. Ah, my God. And you will do that. Let me deal with this in the spirit. Because some of y'all out there, the Lord had called you to the East Coast, but you went to the West Coast. So, I want you to understand in this teaching tonight. Because I ain't come to preach. I come to teach you. Here is a thing that we must understand. We have not even got to him getting on the ship. We understand when God gives an assignment, a command that you must follow, a lot of us want to go the way we want to go. A lot of us do what seems to be more convenient for us. A lot of us move in a place where we don't have to worry about, you know, it's stretching us. God, y'all remember this? Sunday. It doesn't have to stretch us to do what we need to do. We we stay in that comfortable, relaxed state and not being charged or moved to the right place. Come on, hear me. So we understand that he goes to the opposite way, but you get to the place of, on your way to there, or you're at the church where you don't belong, and you see there is disturbance. You see there is turbulence in the church. You see that chaos has been at the church since you've been there. Ah, my God, my God, my God. So you get to a place where you start to get convicted. And you understand that you're not in place where you need to be. If you want to catch me, I'm in Jonah 1. And I'm talking about when you run from the very assignment that God has for you and go the opposite way. But when you go the opposite way, this will be yet. It's causing some ruckus. It's causing turmoil. 
If you understand in the scripture, he paid his way to go unto Tarsus. He went that way to go that way to go the opposite way where God said to go. He was doing the thing that he did not want because he did not want to have to deal with the evil that was going on in the place and have to deal with bringing order because you know when you operate prophetically, people begin to act a certain way and they act like you don't want you to come in town. They act like you don't want them to come to your ministry. They act like they don't want you to touch you. Don't want to give you a handshake. They just kind of wave at you because because the things that you have always brought order and they didn't want that. There's so loom and gloom because sometimes when you have to bring correction, it don't sound pleasant. It don't feel pleasant, but correction is necessary. I need y'all to catch that one now. Correction is necessary because you got to understand if you want to stay on the right way, we must, must correct. If you're driving down the road and you don't have your hands on the steering wheel, who this one for? And sometimes y'all try to keep, try to use your knee, but sometimes Sometimes you have to grab hold and put things back in alignment to make sure you stay on the straight and narrow. Sometimes you must grab and get things back at your control. You got to understand that why, why Jonah was on the ship heading the wrong way. You got to remember that God allowed the, the sea and the winds begin to blow. It begins to get turmoil and they question and they look in time at what has this brought this upon us. Why are we facing this thing? And Jonah knows. The people throw lost. They do all that. But Jonah knows he is causing the issue because he's out of alignment with God. He's out of the place where he does not belong. He's in a place where he's not following the assignment that God has given him. He's gone the wrong way. And I come to tell you tonight, you, some of you have gone the wrong way and God has called some disturbance in your life and disturbance where you at to tell you this ain't the place for you. So you got to remember this. That you must get to the place where God says you need to be. Because God will get you there. One way or another. I need you to catch it. Because here there is. God will release situations in your life that will get you back to where you need to. God will release stuff that will get you back on your face once again. Get you back to a real prayer line. Not this five minute prayer. Mm. My God, help me tonight, Holy Ghost. I want to teach this. So you have to understand in this scripture, in, in, John, in Jonah, the, the first chapter, that's what I'm summarizing. And I'm going to get to the points when we understand it, because I got to get to, to, to when he realized to the 12th verse. When he realizes, if you throw me over, if you tell me to leave the church, if you, if you shut the doors to me, if my car won't go that direction, I get all kinds. Or if I get to a place where my work schedule won't allow me to go to that church anymore, it begins to get to a place where I can't be there no more because I need to get out because you're causing problems here. You cause confusion here. God will allow all the hormones and the winds to blow and the sea to be raging for you to realize that you got to get to the place where you need to. Ah, my God, my God. Sometimes he will even switch you to a different department to let you recognize that you are not belonging in that place where I called you. you I didn't call you to that place. I called you this place. Some of y'all folks will go and go to an apartment that if I, if I break it down to where I'm at, you'll go to a place where you're going to deal with case management but God's calling you into direct care 
Amen. Lights and walls. Because ain't nobody with me on that. Because God will call you to go to different positions. Because you want to be over here. But that ain't what God calls you. Well, the pay is better over here, but God ain't calls you over there. The, the, this, it looks better over here, and I can do this, and this is easier for me, and I don't have to actually use giftings and everything. I'll be over here where it's easy and relaxing, and, and, and while you're there, everything seems to go wrong. You need to be back where God says to be. You need to go unto Nineveh. Ah. So when the people ride, realize that you're ashamed, throw you overboard, they don't want to be accountable for innocent blood. So they like they try to find other ways for you to try to try to do things that we can make this work. Because if you read the scriptures of the men tried to say no to him the first time and they said, well, if I roll harder, if I, I do this and I work harder, we can get to the place where we need to we'll get to land. But that don't work because the sea begin to rage even more. The winds begin to blow even more. If y'all stay with me. You, 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 you get to a place and you realize if I just say I surrender and just say God I do whatever you say do. that the sea will come the confusion will stop I need y'all to understand. Sometimes tonight, I just need y'all to get to the place. All right. I surrender all. I'm going to be obedient to you, God, and do what you say to do. I may not know how I'm going to get there, but I'm going to be obedient. And at the time when the men thought what they were going to do and work, back to the scripture, they finally said, we're going to throw him overboard. Get him off my ship. Get him off. And the, the moment that he's off the ship, the sea comes. Ah, my God. And then, at that point, your God-ordained transportation to get you where you need to go, go arrives. The fish, not the whale, as some people are already saying something, because the scripture says, the fish, your designated transportation that's been ordained by God, will get you to the destiny that you need to. Mm. And I just wanted y'all to get tonight to understand that you have got to understand you may have ran and messed up, but God always has some way to get you to the place where he ordained for you to be in. He has divine appointments set up that you will arrive to the place to complete your assignment that God has given you. And we have to remember God knew us before the foundation of the earth, and he knew we would run from our destiny and have to go through before we realize that we have to head to our destiny. Tonight, I want you to understand in these scriptures and this time that we don't need to stop running from the things that God said for us to do. Stop running from working the altar, being obedient, and letting God use you in a time 
stop stop being the place where you you don't want to lead prayer and God has ordained you to lead it. Stop being the place when God has elevated you and already done it, but He just needs you to fall in line and let it be manifest in the earth. Right? You have got to stop running from the place God has ordained you to be in. And I've come to remind you tonight in this thing, in this in in, in these scriptures tonight, whether it's a Bible study or, or just a nugget, I just remind you tonight. Don't run from what God has set up for you to do. Just embrace it. Even though the road may be rough. I don't know who this woman, but I got to remind you tonight. And now I can go into prayer. The road may be rough at times. But why are you on the rough road? God gives peace. Even though it feels like you may be rejected and abandoned. But God's doing some work while he got you alone. He does some of his best work while he got you alone with just you and him. Sometimes you need that in your life. Because, because everything around you can distract you from the purpose that God sets for you. And sometimes you just need to understand it just needs to be me and God. Noah, Jonah understand. I don't know, but Jonah understood that once he realized I had to get to the place where I need to, everything began to line up. If we would go even further, if I had another 15 minutes, I'm looking at my time. If I had another 15 minutes, I could start to show you in the time of the darkness what God does for you. In the time when it's where nobody but you and God, the time when you really pray, I can, if I could get the time just to break that down, if I can get the time to tell you sometimes that you don't need everybody around, sometimes you can't call on a prayer partner, sometimes you can't always call the pastor, you can't call the prophet, you can't always call the, sometimes God has you in that place, God has you in that quiet time that God has in you, in isolation, not for, for, for a part of trying. Trying to keep you from people but trying to get you focused. In the darkness, in the quiet time, in the alone time, God is does some of his greatest work. God was protecting even Moses in the dark time when nobody could see him growing in the corners, in the hidden places as he was in his embryonic stages when it was sent out that all male babies should be here. But in the darkness, God kept him and preserved him. God, sometimes we get our best things in the darkness, not a dark place of evil, but in the darkness where God can do the work when nobody can see what God is doing and he just brings you forth after he has done the process in your life so you can tell the story. You have to thank even Moses once again. He had to go on the backside of the mountain for God to do a work for him to be ready to be able to lead people out of bondage. Sometimes you must go in a dark place to, to understand and to get the realness of your destiny and the ministry that God has for you. Sometimes that in that quiet place and in the time when no one can be around that God 
God is doing a work for you. Sometimes in that place, just like Esther had to be massaged to get the impurities out of her, to put her in position to be queen. You got to understand sometimes in your process, nobody can see you but you and God. Where you can be a place where God can have you, where you can be, be naked and not ashamed because the work he's done in you. You have to understand it. Just like Jonah was in that fish at that time, but he had to spend those three days. He knew what it means to, and he increased his prayer life. He increased his connection with God. He understood the obedience in the dark places. Sometimes y'all want to think the dark places in your time is a curse for you, but it's a time for God to do a work in you because God knows he's calling you closer to him. Sometimes you got to understand the things that God allows are trying to bring you closer to him. God, tonight we must understand it tonight that we must no longer run from our destiny. We must no longer run from our assignments. We must get to a place of understanding that we must just say, God, for you I live. God, for you I die. For God, I will go. God, God, I don't got to worry about what the people say, but God, I want to be obedient to you no matter what it may take. God, I got to be obedient for you because it is too much at risk. I don't know how many more lives that I must be introducing unto the gospel of Jesus Christ because if I get caught up in what people may say and how people may look, I may miss out on it. And I'm going to be held accountable for it. For the Bible tells me for everything we do, he writes down in the books and we're going to have to go before him. And God, I don't want to have to have so many things that are negative on my books. God, I want to look like the servant that God, you had destined me to be God. And God, we want to be in a place, God. Tonight, God, as we pray, God, eternal Father, once again, God, we come here tonight, God, just to hear the word from you, God, to get an understanding in God. God, that we must be obedient unto the call, God. We must be obedient for God has marked us to be God what God said for us to be, God. God, begin to stir up every gift that's on this line tonight, God. Stir up the gifts that are in them, God. God, move them to the place where, God, you said they would be, God. Move them because they now understand it, that I must be obedient to you, God, wherever you say go. God, I will go, God. God, let us be in a place where we truly understand what obedience really, truly means. And be obedient fully to God tonight. God, we thank you tonight. God, we thank you tonight that you are reminding us of this word tonight. God, we thank you for reminding us what we shall be doing and how to move forward. God, we thank you, God, that you allowed us to understand it, that to realize that we must get back in the line to get back to our assignments that you have given us. God, we thank you tonight that you have brought this to our remembrance now. God, keep it in our minds. God, let this word be hidden in our hearts that we don't keep sinning against you. God. And God, right now, God, we thank you for the blood that's come to give us strength once again, God. We thank you for the blood that gives us revelation of you, God. We thank you, God, that the blood has washed us and we have been made whiter than snow, God. God, we thank you for the blood that has made us whole once again, God. God, we thank you for the blood that has made us into the destined children to do what you have called us to do, God. God, we thank you, God, for the new 
anointing moving in our lives, God. God, because you didn't anoint us, God, I don't know what we'll do and how we'll move, God. But God, we thank you for the anointing, God. God, we thank you for moving in our lives, God. God, we thank you for still hearing our prayers, even though sometimes we may act in frustration. But God, you see beyond our frustration. You see beyond our faults, God. And we thank you for hearing our prayer tonight, God. God, we thank you, God, that you hear every child that cries out to you tonight, God. God, we know it's done, God. I feel it now. God, we know it's done tonight. And God, we're going to give you honor, God, and we're going to give you glory because you are deserving of it, God. Because there is no other God like your God. And we thank you, God. God, we thank you, God. And God, we're going to give you glory tonight. We're going to honor you and we thank you in Jesus' name we pray tonight. And amen and amen. We thank y'all and we appreciate you staying on the line. Until next week, God, we pray God continues to bless you and cover you and move mightily in your life. We thank you once again. On behalf of our bishop and first lady, God, we thank you for tuning in and supporting. God, continue to be blessed until next week.